thing my whole life. Suffered with the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. Suffered with the art, that's why I'm so nice. Great job, Mo. Why? What's going on, everybody? This is the Man Up Podcast, and you're with your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And as always, I'm here with my co-host. Not as always. Actually, for the first time this month, I have both of them on here at the same time. But as I like to be normal, I'm here with my co-host, Wesley, the Armadillo Wrangler Dunham, and Tyler, the Possum Copeland. What's going on, Possum and Armadillo Wrangler? What's up, fellas? Welcome. I've had had a pretty uneventful last couple weeks. But I'm excited to be here with you guys. I just haven't had a lot going on. It's Christmas time. Things kind of slow down for me around Christmas time. In here? You know, just in, in all of in life. life. Yeah, just all of life. Um, I don't go as many places. I don't do as many things. Uh, there's not as many, like, events going on. Oh, so yeah. weekends are really, really chill. Makes getting content hard. I've got to, like, I've got to start, like, thinking about the last couple vlogs have had nothing. Well, the had MMA world, like, it doesn't come recognizes... It doesn't Christmas. come to a grind and halt, but it, it yeah, it's just, it's really hard to get stuff going, like fights and stuff. And I don't have any fighters right now. Mm. I mean, I've got like a couple guys that might be ready to debut soon, but. I mean, I'm ready to throw hands whenever you're ready to put me in I'm there. ready to put you in there right now. All right, well, just put the me possum. in there. Possum. The possum. You ever seen a possum fight? I, I've seen possums act like they're going to fight and then play dead. That's about the They'll hiss. They'll get, they'll look really, really mean. They'll show their teeth and then they will run and then play dead or just play dead. They'll kind of do that big. Like, I don't know if y'all ever seen a possum. They'll do that big, like, you know, where they, like, open their mouth and, like, flop over. I'll oh, tell you a funny story. I feel story. like that's why you named me that because that's, like, exactly <laughs> what I do when I get in a fight. I'll tell you a funny story. You're lucky, boy. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I grew up on a farm, and we had some chickens. And possums kept getting into our, uh, getting on our eggs, and so we put a trap out. might have been the rabbits that they were getting in. But nah, it would have been the possums chickens. eat rabbits. No, but when we had rabbits, we had rat, a lot of rabbit food and stuff oh. around. Possums just eat whatever. Do they eat you know? chickens. Um, they eat the eggs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they eat the eggs, and so hmm. we put a live trap out, and we decide we called a, a possum. We're gonna kill it. Yeah. And we took it out to the middle of nowhere, and my daddy was like, "Well, we are gonna give it a fair chance. We gonna let the possum out of the pen. You got a twenty gauge shotgun, and you and that possum gonna have it out." No way. You know? What if that possum would have took that 20 gauge from you, dude? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> Holy crap. It's a good question. So, I get my shotgun. Kind of like, and, a, like a scheduled hunt? You just let him out and try to hunt yeah. him? Yeah. So, they he let that thing open, that possum come out of there, and it turned at me, and it hissed real loud and, and got real mad. They look really mean. And it was, I swear to God, bro, I was about 9, 10 years old. I might have been, I I been 12, actually. Did it scare I, you? Scared to piss out of me and I, from here to wesley i shot that thing with seven and a half bird shot and missed oh you was shaking like that i swear to, well no i just i wasn't used to shooting something that close uh, to me so i shot over the top of its back plus he was hissing at you though, and he was too. and i was i was nervous well, did he play dead after that no he took off running i'd have that. played dead after that so i shot right over the top of its back and that was like that possum was like oh i'm done so he turned around and took off from me yeah and i chased him so we went down this hill in the in the in the woods and i chased him down the hill and I shot again, and I and it did that all, and played dead. And I'm pretty sure I didn't hit that thing, but I went back and told my daddy I hit it the second time. Really? Yeah, was because it I dead motion again. That, 
Were you? <laughs> that's, that's a possum. Okay, motion. so maybe you're the possum. That's a possum. Maybe I'm the Mississippi Superman. I almost I had one as a pet one time. What? Almost, almost. We had it for a night because I was, I was going to take the trash out on the back porch, and this was dead of summer too, dude. Never heard him say dead of summer like that before. He's just dead of winter. Go ahead. The heat though. of summer. The heat hey, of summer. I whatever. You say whatever you well, want. You dead of it. summer. It's it it your life, summer. That's is, what it was. This is your world. We just living in it, baby. You say whatever you want. Anyway, so I went to throw the garbage in the garbage can and looked down in there. There was a possum in there. He'd gotten stuck. Baby or, possum or big possum? I was a female. No, here's a mama. Baby possum or a big possum? No, I was a female. It's a female. Okay. a baby or an adult. Don't you know women can't be adults or babies? Anyway, that's it. So she was down in there, and uh, I was like, man, I can't throw this trash on top of her. So I dumped the uh, garbage can over, and she ran out and hopped off the deck and left a baby behind. Wow. And uh, because they hang on, I guess. They're marsupials. And so So they're they're not going to come back for is what I read. And so she scared off into the woods, and that little baby was there. So my wife kept it for a night and was going to try to nurse it, but ended up giving it to a lady who knew how to do it. Do you know that they were in a pouch? I didn't know that. I thought that was kangaroos. They're marsupials. Look kangaroos it up, Kangaroos are marsupials, if, too. If I don't Jake know, Jake will though. allow you to look it up, Mo. Check what it out. You Jake will allow you? I mean, he don't look stuff up for me, remember? So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You still butthurt <laughs> about that? <laughs> Can I not? Hurt. Can I not continue still my butthurt. my thing? Can still I not bad be bad already? I might need a hug. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Jake, for giving me a hug because get I've him, been stewing. You know, what, do you know why I haven't been back here in two weeks? It's because Mo it's won't because look stuff up for you. Mo won't look up the fact that possums are marsupials. I've asked twice already. Look, just look. look oh, can you look, look up if possums look, are there's marsupials? Nothing. There's can nothing. Get, can we get that looked up, Mo? Does that mean? Is that what marsupials means? They all have a pouch. Yeah, I got a pouch right now. Pouch. You're, so you're, you're a marsupial, a, and I'm I am too. You're a marsupial. So if our babies got inside of these things, we'd be great. Marsupials. Let's look right. here. See there? Yeah. You didn't think I knew stuff. I knew you knew stuff. But I mean, stuff. you named me the possum. I have to do my research. That's, did you really do research because I, I named research. you the possum? Yeah. I feel like that's some bullish. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. man. I'm, I mean, not buying that. Bull-ish, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Name me to something else really cool, and I'll come back next week and explain to you. Well, you why will now because you know to, to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I do. I mean, I, I did mean, it here. See, no, look, see, I told you they're on the back. Look at the picture. They just be riding along like Let's that. Let's look up. Do possums have a pouch? They absolutely have a pouch. <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> All right. Do possums have a pouch? So, so w- when did you learn this, Tyler? Tell us about tell us about your possum tales. Like real talk, yeah. possum tales. There's this dude at my work a long time ago, and he came I'll drink in. one of them with you. I'll pass it over here. He came in. He was like, bro, Great. I got a possum. I Cherry. was like, yeah. you got a That's possum? True. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. What do you, why? He was like, hmm. I don't know. I shot. Same thing, basically oh, what he said was dang. like. He is right. The only marsupial in North America means that the mothers keep their young in a pouch during much of their infancy. I just learned that. Possum pregnancies last for only 12 days before they give birth what? to tiny jelly bean sized joeys. Yes, baby possums are called joeys who must then crawl into a pouch. Gosh dang it. We're sitting here having a dead gum. We're having a dead gum comedy slash masculinity based podcast and you learn something about possums you tell me another dadgum podcast that you can come on here and learn something about possums without expecting it it happen. doesn't exist no 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 it doesn't it happen and i will i mean any nickname you give me i will just come back with the cold I hard feel you, but i feel like you're also trying to trick me into changing your nickname from the possum <laughs> 
Touche, pussycat. And so I'm okay. not going to change your name. I want you to come with another possum fact. Okay, got it. I want you to learn everything there is to know about possums. I hate possums normally, but I now like possums because you're the possum. I am the possum. And that's pretty cool Like when I learned it. Because anyway, he was telling me a story similar to yours about that he went to kill this possum and somehow it flung a baby 40 feet and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was just like, mm, 40 feet? It th- threw the, it like a, like get a decoy. Get the heck out of here, man. He didn't fling no baby possum but anyway he ended up with a baby possum and i seen pictures of it and it was crawling on his chest it might, and it might have said it's either pocket. me or you little baby it's pretty dope though possums not really i don't really care anyway i like possums as much they're probably my least favorite animal around here though i want to tell you you had a story about a possum in a trap i was at kyle's house at a possum in a trap and that possum was mad and that particular possum scared me into thinking that possums are scary yeah, well, their teeth will really make them. you look. I'm not I mean, about the. You know, you know what animal I am a little bit scared of though. Raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah, they whoop your ass. I don't mess with no raccoon. I've done seen. I've done seen rap, uh, raccoon whoop a whoop a coon dog. Oh, I don't know much sure. about no damn coon dog there, boy. But I tell you what, I have seen a coyote get whooped by one. Oh, it, it'll tear a coyote up. Yeah, it'll tear a coyote some lap up. I believe. I tell you what, nothing really makes me think about rac- Nothing really makes me believe in God more than a raccoon. They're little bandits, and God put oh, yeah. God put little little things on their eyes. They walk around, and like there's there is evolutionarily no reason for them to have a mask on, yeah, like a little look, burglar, straight looking like a hamburger. They walk around and they walk on two feet, and 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 hold their little hold their little food in their hands like a little person, and steal stuff. And they got little built in. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. I love raccoons, man, but I, I've killed many of them. They'll claw you down. They'll, too, they'll, 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 I've never got a hold. One of one of them's never got a hold of me. I, I caught one outside my house here a while back, and I I learned my lesson with the possum. Now I know PETA, and there's probably gonna be a lot of other people that are gonna hate me for this. Um, but I'm gonna tell y'all what I did. I had a I'd I'd caught a raccoon in a live trap, and I took my AR-15 and I went out there and I stuck the AR-15 in between in the hole in the in the trap. And that raccoon latched a hold of it and bit it, and then I shot it in its <laughs> mouth. That's I watched hilarious. its mouth out with some 223. You know what's funny about, kill, what about killing animals? Mm-hmm. I want PETA to hate me, too. So there was this probably cat. probably after this story. There was this nice little cat at work. That poor little cat. Nobody fed cats. Nobody feeds a stray cat, do they? You shouldn't. I don't. Yeah, do you? you shouldn't. I hate cats. I'm oh, allergic anyways, right? This particular stray cat on this particular day was all crying like a little stupid cat and i was just like man stupid cat i wish you'd shut up and uh stupid cat getting louder louder and louder what was starving to death and i didn't know that but my problem um, my boss comes up to me he was like hey man i need you to uh i need you to go put that cat down it's like absolutely i will go put that cat down so i find a piece of like one inch thick steel plate (laughs) <laughs> probably like two feet wide like you're probably going too far on this one I, I just walked up and I picked it up over my head and walked up over the cat and I dropped it smack cat goes and I was like oh damn the cat's not dead so I did it again picked the plate up and I dropped it on the cat's head <laughs> what? Bro, I don't think you should tell this on the head. just let me finish <laughs> the cat lived through that one too, so I went and got a shovel and beat it until blood came out of its eyes, ears, and mouth. It was bad. You're yeah. not making the story better. Yeah, yeah, you said just wait like, like it was gonna get better. <laughs> I, put I was it, saying uh, don't say that on air. Like you, I clearly just was saying. I put said cat out of its said misery, man. Why are you? 
panicking. That's way worse than the story I just told. You're definitely going to be friends with Peter. <laughs> I like Peter. That's way worse than the story I just told, man. Way worse. Huh. I thought we were just sharing our war stories, bro. I guess Sorry. so. That's, I mean, huh. I heard why, a, why is that worse? I mean, you shot a poor raccoon in the head for no reason. No, he was rabid. I shot my gun. I oh well, this particular cat was trying to attack my steel plate. Cats are worse. It's doing doing that, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. When it started growling at it, it, it sounded like it was. So I had to let it go, man. Look, and said shovel beat it up. I, I just want to say, officially, and then I'm gonna let him go. I want to say officially that the Man Up podcast and the Mississippi Superman show does not condone any violence toward animals. And then I'm it does not condone go. any stories that Tyler tells on this podcast or any stories that I tell on this podcast. Um, but especially Tyler, mostly Tyler. So before we move any further with this podcast, I just want to say that we don't condone the behavior that Tyler is displaying toward cats or me toward Raccoons. Raccoon possum. Think about a raccoon, though. They're so mean. Like, I would feel, I would be worried about letting a raccoon out. Especially yeah, when they're that yeah. mad. Like, I don't want that raccoon to get a hold of me. What so about the fact I, that I'm allergic to cats, though? Does that not make it okay for me? It's kind of like, like, it's not my I fault. I don't think so. I can't help that they put out this Well, I mean, define okay. Define okay. Like, I'm not saying it's not okay. By the way, if you're here um, and you're uh, watching live on YouTube, uh, go and leave us a comment about craziest pets you've ever had if you saw that in the comments let us know pets you've had crazy animal stories whatever yeah like a um, walrus whoever's had a walrus if you've had a walrus I'll I'll send you I will, $10 I give, if you cards. if you can tell a story about you owning a walrus we will send you our phone number we'll have you call into the show and we'll have you tell that story 100 percent. that is very doable all you have to do is have a know, walrus a story about owning a walrus anybody that owned a walrus 100 percent gets to that would be pretty dope to have a walrus i think it would be awesome hey what were you saying about you were saying something about grant cardone earlier you were asking my opinion on that if i'd heard about it yeah what do you say go ahead go about who i was just curious to what you know who grant cardone is apparently not really yeah he said according to him he says that you should be ashamed as a husband and a father if you make less than 400 grand a year no I make way more than that. I'm ashamed <laughs> as a husband and a father. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say. That guy sounds like an asshole is all it sounds he, like. He's super, super rich. Okay, well. And I don't think he's an asshole. I think he just lives. He has a different, uh, um, I think he has a different worldview than to him $400,000 a year is broke. And he also knew that by saying that he would get a lot of publicity and we talk about it and here we are. You really don't know who Grant Cardone yeah. is? You oh, Can we pull up a picture of Grant Cardone while we're I mean, talking? Yeah. I only know who he is. I didn't know who he was before this until you started back when we were in the office back there and you were talking about one of his books. What does he really? do? He's a, well, he, he's a real estate. He's a, he, he teaches sales, and then he also owns a bunch of real estate. He's actually really, really smart because he's leveraged. Um, that's a weird picture of him. Dude, he looks like... He looks like um, that one, Jim, if Jim Carrey and Steve Carell like had a baby and went to the gym. That's so one thing that he's done is he has leveraged um um he has leveraged his audience. So what it what the way he does it now, he makes so much money that he's buying these huge real estate deals and then you can become an investor in that deal. Oh wow. And so you can go and like put up money and be part owner in these huge real estate deals. But he's got so much money, if you don't invest, he'll still buy the make the deal. Um and he does a really really good job of leveraging his fame for um more money 
and, and for more real estate deals. I mean, he's got the 10X Growth Conference, and he had like Kevin Hart come speak. He had um, he what? has these huge names in sports. These huge names in Hollywood. What did he do to get there? Just sold a lot of houses. Uh, well, you know, he started off. Uh, I don't really know what his whole backstory is. He wrote the 10X Rule book, which I've read. What's that? I mean? bought that after um, you mentioned it. That's how I knew the 10X Rule. So essentially, it's a rule about how to be successful. And essentially what it, what he says in the book is oversimplifying that becoming successful is 10 times harder and going to take 10 times more work than what you think it is. Mm. So attack every project and just do 10 times the work of what you think it'll take and you'll be successful in whatever you do. Basically. Oh, nice. um, it's just a hustler, you know. Uh, what it do, homies? So do you think he said that? What it do, homie? You think he meant that, or do you think he said it for publicity, or both? Both. Okay. both. So that's what I was thinking. I think about. he thinks it. I think. I think his persona, his character. I was talking about this with Alan the other day. Alan Belcher. Um, we were talking about. I mean the talent. Yeah, the talent. Okay. Uh, we were we were trying to talk about. He's he's wanting to start a podcast and he's wanting to come on here again. And we're he's we're been on here before. He was actually my first episode. Oh, well, well, he was actually the very first person I ever had on. We just never aired it because it was awful. Oh my god, it was awful. I was so bad at interviews. And Is that what you were well, trying to do? Your sound was messed thing? up, though. Wasn't yeah, it? It huh? wasn't, it wasn't the, the sound, was, the sound me- was messed bro, up. Bro, the yeah. sound was messed up. Thank God. Yeah, the sound. Thank was God, up. I could blame the sound as yeah. to why I didn't Are you post there? that. No, I remember him telling me how bad the sound. The was sound was up. awful. It was unpostable without the sound. It was you terrible. Went full podcast with Belcher and cut us out the deal right off. It was the before bat. y'all were ever part of the deal. Just cut us out of the like deal. Like that was right before y'all were ever even thought of as being co co stars. You didn't even think about us yet. You just cut us out of the deal. Just it's not that I hadn't thought about you. Just okay. and, and we did it in Biloxi. I, I loaded up all my equipment and drove to Biloxi and did it at his house. And you set it up. Yeah. And you effed I, it up. I always set everything up back then. Yeah, I was terrible. I'm I suck so bad at it at the like the technical side. That's why I'm Mo's here. I suck so bad at the technical side of this shit, dude. Um, if it were up to me and my knowledge of how to do things myself, yeah, none of this would be happening probably. I mean, I'm just not good at it. I'm not good at technology necessarily. I try to be, I try to learn, but I'm not good at it. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if y'all know this. It took me a year of fooling with the sound before I got it good enough that we could actually post an episode. I recorded probably 20 to 30 episodes that never aired. Really? Yeah. Really? I probably recorded 20 to 30. What did you talk about by yourself? Uh, it was just by myself. Did you do that uh, Theo Vaughn thing where you just talk about like whatever comes up? Just uh, No, it was more It was more structured than that. Oh. Um, it, it, it took on a lot of different phases. It was, uh, some of it was like self-help, like motivation type stuff. Some of it was just funny stuff. Some of it was kind of like what we do now, just me by myself. And I also realized that I'm really, really bad at doing podcasts by myself, which is why guys are here that's what i was gonna ask is it tough doing it by yourself so it's very difficult to me doing a live video is easier because i can look at myself mm-hmm. oh yeah does that make sense yeah. like when i'm doing a live video like even right now like i could almost maybe do this one by myself because i've i can see me right here i can i've got like a video of me playing and i can see us like i can look and see me and then so that gives me someone to talk to almost you want to just try it i don't okay i don't it still yeah. seems like it'd be really hard i was just gonna give you the but the segue there just give it a shot what me and him were talking about though talking about what me and Alan were talking about was uh, how a lot of people that are famous, a lot of times when you become famous, it's a character that you develop that makes you famous. Most of the time, you aren't going to become famous. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you're going to create a character. And I was listening to the thing that Jim Carrey was talking about because Jim Carrey is like probably the most grandiose example of that where he created a character. That character made him famous, but that wasn't him. When you think about Jim Carrey, you're thinking about 
all righty then, and big facial expressions and just all over the place. Right. That's Jim Carrey, but that's not actually Jim Carrey. That's not if you were hanging out with Jim Carrey at his house, he'd be a normal guy. Right. Yeah. And so you you reach this level of fame, and then everybody expects you to be this character. And what I was talking to Alan about was my desire to not make my character very different from who I actually am because I don't want to get to that point where that's what makes a lot of people go crazy. They get super famous. They get super wrapped up in their character. And then you, it gets hard to differentiate which character is who. And Jim Carrey mm -hmm. says you get to a point, you have to kill one. You have to kill who you think of yourself as or you have to kill the character. Somebody's got to die right. because you can't, you can't exist as two people. I think that Grant Cardone, I think his character is, I think he killed who he was and, and kept the character. I think his character is pretty close to who he actually is. So when he says that if you make under $400,000 a year, you're, you should be ashamed of yourself. I think he believes that. I think, uh, as a husband and a father, um, 6,000 subscribers, but only us are watching. I don't what even do know what you're 6, talking about. We got a lot more than 6,000. 6,000. Yeah. It's like 55. Well, we got that in like 13 60, minutes one day. What do you 60, mean, bro? But they are the only ones watching, so maybe, maybe I can't even I can't actually tell how many. Maybe not everybody's just as bubbly and wanting to talk like you guys. You um, know? so and with 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 what he said though, here's what I will say: you can't really make an impact with less than four hundred thousand dollars. That's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. If you're grossing less than four hundred thousand dollars, it's harder to make it. I'm not gonna say you it's, you can't, but it's harder. It's harder for your income to make an impact. You have to go make the impact, and so. That's my overall dream and vision with our channel is... Make $400,000? Well, no, to get to a point where we're making enough money that I can change somebody's life. Yeah. I can change people's life. I can really, really help people. Mm -hmm. If you're making $100,000 a year, that's really just enough for you and your family to live comfortably. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're making $100,000 a year, you and your family, y'all can go out to eat when you want to. You can buy Christmas. You're not... You're not uh, yeah, tell me about it, though, dog. I know. Uh, you're you, you're going. You can buy Christmas. You can do all these things, but you can't really change other people's lives with that amount of money. Right. You know, to me, um, at a million dollars now, I can change other people's lives. I can really, really help people. Yeah, be nice. It would be nice. So that is a gross. That's my, that's my, my mentality. And I've had more money than I have now, and I've had less money than I have now. But I think that as a man, you do have a responsibility. To earn enough money, I think I think that the value of a man does come down to how many people can you help, how many people right. can you provide for and protect, how many people can you can you put into your vision, how many people can you help, and then at the end of your life, that's the um, that's the the measure, you know. So you're on like a big stage type thing for this. When you want a lot, like what would be too many for you though? Too many what? People to help. I'm I don't think there is. I don't think there is too many people to help. Uh -uh. Yeah, I think I think you just need enough. I mean, I, if your outreach is helping people, that's cool, right? But what if like hey, this dude's from Palmdale, California? But hey! he said, "Y'all, that's what's up." He said, "What's up, y'all from Palmdale, California?" Like what's going guy. on, player? Innocent Joe, four twenty. What's going on, dog? USO say twenty twenty two. I'm assuming he said not. Come I'm assuming he said not no more me. though, because he left, or more people came in. I don't know which one it was. Um, I'm gonna guess because more people came in. I think though. I think so. That. I think though it comes down to when you talk about what Grant said, and I don't want to spend you know too much time on Grant Cardone because I don't think you should be. It's like I was saying earlier. I don't think you should be ashamed if you make less than that. But I think you, if you're not striving to get to that, I you don't think that's need, what he meant. I don't that? need Grant Cardone to. There's a video clip. Like right? I don't need him. What he said. I don't. I don't need him to write off what I'm doing. 
Right. Like, I'm not offended by what he said, even though right, I don't no, make $400,000 a year. I'm no, not offended by that yeah. because I don't feel the need to prove myself to him. Exactly. And that's how I feel about a lot of things. That's the reason why this offended culture that we live in where everybody's so pissed off all the time. I'm going to be honest with you. So I was asking you guys if you guys have ever listened to Watch Fit and Fresh. Uh, Fresh and Fit, rather, mm. which is a podcast on YouTube. Who you asked that to? Wesley, before you got to, here. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know what that let is. Let me get one more. Uh, so it's a podcast. It's a masculinity-based podcast. They talk about money, they talk about girls, and they talk about fitness. Um, and when I listen to them talk, and a lot of masculinity influencers, this is the case for me with, when I listen to them talk about like masculinity, they sound like whiny little bitches. And that's why I don't like it. What do you mean, though? Like, they get on and they're like, this is the way the real world is. Nobody cares about men. Nobody cares about the feelings of men. If you're not a man, if you don't make money and do these other things, you don't have value. It sounds like, like a feminine way of yeah. talking about masculinity. Exactly. That's exactly what I think. Yeah, that's that's like a woman's take on masculinity. Right. A mm -hmm. real masculine take on masculinity is, yeah, the world may not be fair for me. Yeah, there may be some, some areas that, you know, a woman has more intrinsic value than I do. But I take that and say, okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to go make more. I'm going to go do more. I'm going right. to go own what's mine and, and go win. And that's my problem with a lot of these masculinity influencers. When a woman, so you got, you got some women that do it, and when they do it, it doesn't bother me. When they talk about how things aren't fair for men, and in some ways they're not. In a lot of ways they're not fair for men. A lot of things in life are not fair. But a lot of people that are complaining about how things aren't fair, I've heard them respond to other people complaining about how things aren't fair and be like, well, buddy, that's just how life is. You got to go win, yada, yada, yada. But when things aren't fair for men now, all of a sudden, they want to bitch and complain and whine. Mm -hmm. Like, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah. Like, of course. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it defeats the purpose of being a man they, if you're going to bitch about it like a factually correct. So what? They are factually correct, but it's just like, bro, like, I don't. I don't really want to hear that. Like, I don't really want to hear you whine and complain. Yeah, I don't want to be a the, statistic, like a little right. statistic bitch. Who gives a fuck? Now, here's what I'll say, okay? You can look at the statistics and you can change your life around them and go win. That's a good thing. If you were to say, okay, here's, here's what happens, okay? 80%, 80 to possibly even as high as 85% of divorces are filed by women because most men don't do what they should do. They're, they're, they're not, they don't continue to be attracted to the opposite sex once they get married. They let themselves go. They get fat. They get out of shape. They don't go, they don't go become the kind of people that they should be. And so the woman falls out of love so with them. So you beat them to the punch. You just go do it yourself. You go do the things you know you need to do. So yeah. you're so well, your own divorce. So, and then if you're... <laughs> right? I mean, let's, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I think, though, <laughs> that as a man, if you are expecting to be unconditionally loved... You're going to be really disappointed in life. And childhood, and this is the reason why I think a lot of men kill themselves, childhood raises men. The, the modern idea of childhood, I'm not saying we need to be how the Spartans did it, where you like, you know, make a, give them one cloak for life and make them steal their cheese. And, you know, like I'm not saying that. But the modern, like, raising of children being done almost exclusively by women. And women, kids are told they're special so young and, they're, they're brought up to believe that people just are going to love them for them and, and cut out anybody who doesn't love you who for, for who you are. And as a man, especially an adult man, like children, women, and dogs, they'll be unconditionally loved according to Chris Rock. But, yeah. but he's, he's right. Yeah. He's yeah. right. As a man, you're not unconditionally loved. Stop asking the world to. Stop mm -hmm. whining about it. Right. Man up. Man, man up. up.
Like quit, quit, quit asking everybody to to feel sorry for you because you're a guy and you've got to work hard and you got to, you know, you have these things. Go win so that people do love you. That's what I was talking about when I on the get the bag episode. When I was like, everybody's mad at pe- mad about the fact that nobody loves them and yada, yada, yada. Dude, if you're a man and you're waiting on the world to love you and that's why you want to kill yourself, you might as well go ahead and do it. Absolutely. Because you're dead. The you're world's dead not anyway. going to love you, dog. The world is only going to love you for the value that you bring. If you which, if you all got something to say about that, put it in the comments below. Um, absolutely. Raising weak men. I, for sure. It just – we live in this world, and 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 I'm, I'm – uh, like I'm turning my mic, so I'm gonna turn it away, so we might get a sponsorship one day. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. That's why I've been throwing my back to it too. Yeah, men are so are so weakened by the way that we're raised. We're we're not prepared for real life. I see this happen over and over again. Right? Have y'all not? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like you say, uh, you saying that kids are told they're special so much. It's like you it's like you raise all these kids up with a big head before they ever get there, and a lot of them. Don't have this, the talent and skill that need a big head, so you or over, they don't have over, the I don't yeah the skill you're, more you're, than you're talent. You're pumping them up. You're, you're over pumping kids. I think that just, it's also like, did you get that from your parents? Though? There's an argument. Like when you, your, what, when you but were, your parents don't have that much to do with yeah, raising I'm just you saying, anymore. When you're when you're a stupid ass kid, like my dad had nothing to do with my upbringing, right? So it's right. like not a lot anyway. I don't like shit on him anymore, but not a lot, but. Um, it's not shitting on him. But I, facts are facts. Nah, but still, he's not here to defend himself anymore, so I don't want to talk about it. But like when I was played sports, he was like, you know, if you just had the right coach and you could be, if you just, if you just, I was like, man, I'm just trash, dude. Just let's yeah. let's suck it up to that. Yeah, I'm trash. If I just worked harder, I'd be better. Right. Right. That's real life. Not if I had a better coach. Right. I don't need more coaching. Dude, I need to work harder. That's I'm what like, I was saying. Like kids nowadays, no matter how you play, but when you get off the field, you're. You got people saying, "Man, you're you're a little all star out there. You're a little all star." And bullshit. And they didn't. They, they struck it's three. Struck out three times and didn't get to base. And it was like I Man. struck out every at bat for a long time. I only tried to hit home runs. Right. My coach never told me not to, but I never worked on trying to get a base hit. Yeah. I struck out every effing time I went up. I'm not Dude, kidding. My first few years of playing sports, I was trash. I was so <laughs> trash. And people look at me now and they're like, oh, dude, you were probably so good. I was not. But everybody starts as trash. Basketball, Every- I had a pretty sweet jump shot, right? You remember when we used to go play? I had a pretty nice jump. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many times I've worked on it. How many times? No, none. So right. I hit what I hit and I miss what I miss. I've never made, tried to make adjustments on it. Like, really? Not that it matters now. Who gives a crap? But Right. Back then, I probably could have done pretty good. Maybe yeah. I think that I think that me and my wife have had. And this is why why I think masculine energy and feminine energy are so important to have in the home. It's I think that there is a, a need for that feminine energy to go tell kids that they're that, to help build their confidence. Confidence mm-hmm. is key, bro. I have found I one hundred percent believe this. Um, all the attendance trophies one hundred percent. Get rid of all attend like. Participation trophies are trash, bro. I never got one. Trash. Check our audio, man. When I get close to the mic like that, it looks like it's peeking over here. Yelling at the mic. Uh, why are you yelling at the mic? Um, <laughs> I think that it is important because confidence is key, bro. Like, you know how many people go through life with so much confidence, they just get away with shit. Like blind confidence. But the thing about it is, though, well, I don't. I think if they're getting away with it, it's not blind. Really? Like, they really have it. Like, like a lot of times, blind confidence is false confidence. False okay. confidence comes out as, like, ego. And okay. arrogance, but real confidence is like I'm gonna go do this shit, and mm-hmm. then they go do it, and you're like, oh my god, how does this dude just keep shooting nothing but net? It's because he believes. Mm-hmm. He 100 believes in himself. That being said, though, 
Chili gets around and real competition, man. Home, and a lot of people talk about men being removed from the home. They, they're talking about like welfare and in like black communities and stuff. Men have been removed from home in white communities too because when the Industrial Revolution happened and men left home to go to work, how do men spend their time now? They go to work. They work all week long. They kill themselves for somebody else, making somebody else a millionaire. Then they come home because they've bought into this lie of comfort and this lie of, of um, you know, go get a pension, go get a retirement plan, whatever. They've bought into this. Then they come home and they're so exhausted from killing themselves all week. All they want to do is watch football, mm-hmm. play video games, hang out, whatever. The father's not in the home anymore. The father's not in the home anymore. The mother's raising the children. The teachers at school are raising the children. YouTube and the media are raising your children. And they're raising them to be weak. They're raising them to be little bitches. They're raising them to think that the world is going to care about them when they graduate. They're raising them to think that everybody's opinion matters. They're raising, let me tell you something, especially as a man, the only time your opinion matters is when you got the bag, when you're in charge. That's when your opinion matters. If you, ain't, if you ain't in charge and you ain't got the bag, you don't have money, you don't have anything, your opinion don't matter. That was cool. Y'all drunk in complete unison right there. Really? Like, Raise it the same time. Oh, really? The same amount. Put it Cheers, down my bro. Time. I'm talking cool. about. Cool. Yeah, opinions, dude. Don't matter. It, not if you ain't. Not Your opinion matters if you have enough power for your opinion. Or if you're on a podcast. Hello. So then you, then you, then you, you get to. It, I mean, to get to your podcast to the point anybody's got to listen to it, you got to work hard. <laughs> you know, sounds like sounds like some people do. But you get to real the real world. You get to real life, and and you get hit in the mouth, dude. I was raised hard. My dad was very involved, and even I got hit in the mouth. So I know if I got hit in the oh, mouth yeah. with reality when I graduated, because my dad got my ass up to work, and I went to work with my dad. If I didn't have school, I was at work with my dad because my dad, you know, remodeled houses and he owned businesses and stuff. And I went to work and I worked hard labor with my dad all day long. The biggest thing I learned from it was if you're going to make it in life, you got to work hard. And I don't want to keep doing this shit for a living. That's the two things I learned. I don't want to keep swinging a hammer. I don't want to keep loading trash onto a dump trailer and, you know, shingles on a dump trailer for $10 an hour. I don't want to keep doing this. I want to be the boss. I want to be the guy that ain't got to come do this shit. Right. Dude, First lift, off, lifting shingles is for the birds, yo. Oh, it's so it's so trash, <laughs> so trash. Man, I went, I've put on metal roofs, shingle roofs, you know, or patched shingles. I've never actually put on a whole roof shingle roof, but you know, I've patched and done parts and whatever. I mean, we weren't roofers; we just did whatever needed to be done. You know, we did drywall, yeah. paint, shingles, metal. It didn't matter. We did whatever. And um, but you ever but, see them shingle superheroes though? The ones that lay that extension ladder up on the house and they get one on each shoulder. Oh, bro. And walk that hole. That bro. shit is so Some tight. Of dudes. That's dope, that, though. Dude. Some of them dudes are beasts, dude. And to do that all And then day. the way they run the. the ta, 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 yeah, the I mean, it's impressive. Like, it is impressive. If you have a knack for it, I can appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to put anybody down. No, that does those I'm things. just saying those guys are no, superheroes. It's not for me. It ain't for me. It ain't for me, it ain't for me neither. It ain't for me. I'd be down I, if I ever do it. But I remember some summers I was up on some shingle roofs in 120 degree heat. It felt like it might have been 100 degrees, but it felt like 180. Oh no, it's absolutely in the, in the dead of summer. I, oh yeah, dead of summer. Because you know, summers when I did all my work. What'd you say? In the dead of summer. In the dead of summer. Dead of summer. Almost that heat of summer. I remember being up on them roofs and thinking I was I was up there for ten minutes one time thought I was gonna die. Mel, you probably you were damn you're probably roofs. close we to had, it. We had so many people in a two week job. We went through probably fifteen people in a two week <laughs> job. Oh yeah, after a bucket of Coronas, yeah. Yeah, two week job. We went, we had so many people. Most of them didn't make it to lunch. Really? It was it was the middle of July. I was a freshman in high school and I was putting on a metal roof on a on a on a commercial building, and. uh 
<laughs> I get it though, dude. I Bro, get it. we had so many people come out there and they'd work till noon and be like, "I'm done." What about concrete? You ever Peace. done concrete? I've never done concrete. Let me tell you about this. I tell you about the job I did at concrete. <laughs> I didn't do. How about that? Uh, I got hired for a, a concrete company, and I went there the day I sh- the morning I showed up. Uh, they were like, "I need you to tote this rebar over there." The bundles of rebar, just bundles of rebar. And I was like, Ooh, that's right. "Me and my home were hired on the same exact time." I was like, all right, bet. So we start hauling off rebar. Them boys were built different. <laughs> they built different. <laughs> we start to hauling off rebar, and I was like, man, this shit hurts my hands. <laughs> so I go to the yeah, man. Gloves? I go, no, I went to the boss. I was like, hey, boss, man, I need a pair of gloves, bro. This ain't going to cut it. Like, it hurts. <laughs> he was like, uh, you got to provide that yourself. So I said, you telling me I got to haul rebar all day today and go get gloves tomorrow? He was like. You at home. That's right. I know you do. I was like, homie, this shit ain't going to work. He was like, I was like, give me a pair of gloves, and I'll bring you a pair back tomorrow. He was no. like, no, I don't even know that you're going to be here tomorrow. I was like, hm, you damn sure know it now. I'm definitely not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to be here today either. <laughs> I quit after one hour of working concrete. <laughs> I was like, nah, player, this ain't it. And my buddy stayed. Was he his hands all jacked up the next day? He stayed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine were too, though, but he stayed. And then we went, I went back to the freaking temp agency that gave me the job. Like, I knew the girl that gave the jobs out. Yeah. So I can get jobs yeah. easy. And by the time I made it up there, after I quit around lunchtime, my buddy was right there. He was like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit either. No. <laughs> I was like, you no, quit, man. huh? I was like, why you didn't just leave with me? I was going to try to stick it out. Like, hell no. I'm not I didn't st- know no better. You know, so so when I was doing roofing, uh, all the dudes were quitting. And, and it was a two-week job. Like, like we did a lot of different things. After that, I think we did a framing job. So, like, I mean, we were always doing something different, which I liked, actually. Um, but I went to uh, – my job on that one, because I was, I was, like, 14. I'm, I was going on 15. I was going to be 15. You was framing at 15? I was, Yeah, I was framing at 15, yeah. Framing is easy. I'm saying you was reading tape measures and all that stuff? Yeah, because I started working when I was six, seven years old. Um, I'm out oh. reading tape measures. Yeah, I started, I started working when I was six. So I got hired. He's like the little kids in the coal mine. Like, well, yeah. my dad. I work for my dad. You know, my dad yeah. worked. So, so covered was, in coal, man, walking around. He had to dig his eyes. <laughs> no, nah, well, nothing like that. When I was six, my dad. We started because we were building an addition on our house. My dad had another job, and when I was six, uh, my dad. You know, we grew up on a farm, and so my dad started. My dad thought I was soft because I didn't start working until I was six. Because my dad started working, getting up at four in the morning when he was four. Man, he watched too much Major Pain. <laughs> Boy, so, when I was four years old, I had a full-time job. <laughs> like, get the hell out of here, man. You don't do that shit. Well, my dad my dad got up every morning at four. At four years old, he got up every morning to milk cows. Milking the chickens. And then after he went to school, well, he would go to school all day. <laughs> and then in, when he got off the bus in the afternoon, he milked again. He did that his whole life. That's crazy. Um, and when you work right. on a dairy farm, you have to work that way. That's the thing about a dairy farm. A dairy farm is not like other farms. You can't take time off from a dairy farm because if you quit milking them cows, them cows will quit producing milk. So that's your whole livelihood. If you go, hold with, up, if hold you up. go take a, a, you said if you quit milking if cows, you quit milking they'll the quit cow, producing they'll milk. Quit producing milk. Yes. Really? Yes. I did that's not why know they that. don't take vacations. That's why stuff? you can't take vacations. I did not know that. If you I don't have either. somebody go in there and work. You my, and my grandfather never took a vacation his whole life. My grandfather that I know of never saw a mountain. He never saw a, a, a an ocean, a sea. You talking about the one that smiled one time in his whole life? Twice. Twice? In my life. In my life. 
I was like, one time and then a half smile. I, I saw him. Tw- I never saw him do a full smile ever. I, saw, I never heard him <laughs> laugh. I, I saw him smile twice in my life. Dang. He was a hard. That's man. rough, dude. But he never took a vacation. He didn't go to my dad's wedding. He didn't go to my uncle's wedding. He didn't go to nobody's wedding. Because he had to milk because them damn cows. cows. He had to milk them cows. Yeah. How many cows he had? Damn. It wasn't that many. It was probably eighty. How long? God, what? Hundred. Not that many. Well, I mean, for a farm, I mean, most of your farms now are commercial farms. They, <laughs> they was thousands. all all milk cows. <laughs> Old buddy said my first concrete helper job started started the same, but quit when my pants caught fire from cutting rebar all day. Hey, oh, <laughs> oh, no. bro, I'm with it. Oh, I'm it not about that. Real. Uh, I've done HVAC on a roof in the summer. Felt like I was baking in an oven. It's awful. You were, dude, for were. sure. I swear, I swear, being on a roof working is as hot and as terrible as being. It's 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 like a sauna, only hotter. It's only worse. I I I was on a roof one time, like. Bobby does. You remember Bobby, my stepdad? He does all yeah. that, all that uh, carpentry work. And I think I, I think I was like eighteen. He had me come work with him for a summer. I didn't make it long. I might have been I might have been younger actually, because by the time I was eighteen, I had that temp bull crap. But um, I sat out on a roof one day and burnt my head. I had shaved my head the night Ooh, before, like shaved it bald. Oh, and you didn't. Put I'm a hat talking on? about with a razor. Yes, yes, I did put a hat I've on. Done both, Derek. Derek said I'll take a roof bacon over an attic. I've done HVAC work in an attic in the summer too, and I I don't know if it's fiberglass insulation. I say the attic is worse. If it's yeah. if it's normal insulation, it's close. I don't know. I can't it, I can't so, call that one. At least you're getting a tan when you're on the roof. So my head got so burnt, right? It turned purple. Wee! And then when it turned purple, I was I, we were like handing two by fours up somewhere. Anyway, one of them hit me in the head, and my head was so burnt that two by four just touched me like. Busting my shit wide open. I had to go on rest. <laughs> it was that burnt. Like oh I was God. melting for real. That shit hurt bad. I used to too, take my what? shirt off working. I, I got some, so burnt. Sometimes I was taking my shirt off working on them roofs. Mistake. I would have blisters, like bubbles coming up on my shoulders. Mm, bubbles on my shoulders. Bubbles on my neck. I will say though, it's the most tan I've ever been. I went. I went back. We went to, went to Six Flags for a day for my my freshman trip, and all the girls were like, "Oh my God, you're so tan." I was like, yeah, you know, been roofing. You know, like I'm trying to flex. He's <laughs> probably a little swollen too then because, man, carrying them, them shingles up. Dude, I didn't, well, it was what are they, like 80 pounds? metal roofs. Oh. So what we do is we would sit down at the bottom of a stepladder and we'd feed them up and we'd slide them up the 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 pitch of the roof. Until and then somebody late. else would catch it and then pull it up. Okay. Yeah, that's how we, that's what we did. And I remember my uncle got so mad at me one time because I was, uh, this is not what I was planning on talking about today. But he was told me, you know, you got to put felt down, felt paper down first. I didn't know and that. he threw me a, a felt sheet, a, a roll of felt paper up, and I missed it. And he was sitting <laughs> on it, on it. He had a stepladder sitting there, a high dollar uh, um, fiberglass stepladder. And that roll of felt took that stepladder out. Boom! Busted it and took it out. No and, way. Uh, yeah. And I remember I was, uh, I felt pretty bad about that one. He was, he was like, you're going to have to pay me back for that letter. I know. He never made me pay him back. Really? But, yeah, he never made me pay him back. I was supposed to, but I never did. I mean, I need to give him one for Christmas. Funny was I, you I probably so much. Let's get him one, man. How much does Just it cost? Show up with it a fiberglass nice ladder. ladder. You think we ought to pitch in and buy him a ladder, man? You did that. He's not still doing roofing, is he? Uh, no, probably. He might need it to get up in his attic no, or something, though. He's welding now, I believe. Welding. Yeah, that's a hell of a note. It's a little transformation. Well, you know, when you grow up on, out in the country in a farm like that, you kind of learn how to do everything. You know how to weld? Not good. No. Not good at all. I'm terrible. I'm an awful welder. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm awful at everything. 
Off of everything you ever <laughs> I, did, re- all manual labor jobs. I one of the reasons why I don't I could make if I enjoyed it, I probably would have been good at it, but I didn't enjoy it. And I remember, I, I could make probably a lot more money doing something else. Like yeah, I, then I I could have, especially in the early years, man. The early years here running the gym, dude. I was making peanuts. I still don't make that good of money. You know, me and Bo make the same amount of money. It's not I don't make that good of money. Um but Damn Mo, let me I, hold I some. have it. I have it. No, he ain't he don't make that good of money either. No. Uh I have Whatever. made good money in the past though, but like as things as I have focused more on this, it has taken away from the things that actually make me money because I believe that this I believe we're gonna do something here. I believe this is the future. Have you put it on here yet? Put what on here? You know what? You don't know what? I don't know what. Congratulations, buddy. What? On that thirteen hundred dollars and forty four six cents. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't, yeah, we got we got some money on the shorts fund. Yeah, you put that on here yet? Like on the podcast? Yeah. No, I just found out this week. Oh, well, for this real? This is the first episode since I found out. Oh, as I soon know. as I as soon as I got the email, I posted it in the group. Hey, that's just badass, man. Yeah. What do you think about it? It was um, pretty tight. It's like a start. It's a start. Yeah. It's a start. I was really excited about it when it happened. I was excited, I was really excited. too. How you feel about it? I thought it was dope. That's awesome. Yeah, we got a we got a. I think I think we're we're on we're we're on our way. I think we're on our way. I believe we'll be at a million subscribers within a year. I think so. By I the end of the we'll year. By the end of next year. Oh, I was gonna say, by damn boy, it ends in like That's what he said to me a while ago. I was like, man, that's bold. By the end of <laughs> that's bold I believe we'll be at a million subscribers hundred percent. I one hundred percent believe that with everything yeah, that's so. in me. I hundred percent believe that. All we need is what, forty thousand more? That'd be a hundred thousand, not a million. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're way off. We need nine hundred forty thousand more. Though. I believe it will happen. Yeah, man, we can hit a. It, it may take more than a year, but that's my goal, and I believe. I mean, as far as far as that goes, though, as fast as those as those picked up, all we need is a few more viral videos, and there will be. That's the key, though. You got to come up with the. You got to come in and make the content. It's not viral. like the content's not going out there. And really, honestly, if we got those kind of views on our podcast like this, then we would. Um, oh, we definitely get there. We would be there really fast. Oh yeah. We'll be there super, super fast. Just have to put out more more uh, super dope shorts to pull them in, man. Well, and there they'll be. Here. You also got to pull up. You also got to you got to put on amazing podcasts. We do that. You gotta, you, the that long is forms, what we do. That's what's got to be done. The, the long form's got to be amazing. And you got to, I'm one of the, and I, this is my opinion too. And I know this is normally the kind of conversation we have off air, but, uh, <laughs> I'm an expert in arm bars. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I suck at welding bars, but I'm an expert in arm bars. That's actually exactly true. That he is. can also spit bars. I can't. He can. I cannot. He ain't going to tell y'all, Don't but he can. put me out can. there like that because I cannot. Come on, bro. I cannot. Drop one bro, for Bro, I'll, I'll tell y'all a story. I was. Uh, if you start freestyling right now, it's going to be so tight. Born into dirty, dirty. Stopped and they still spinning. Hit me like, tried to hit me like 50, but bitch, I'm still living. Bitch, you get you hit. Do it like them Georgia boys, the AK with the rubber grip or something. They ain't seen for it. That is straight up from Throw It Up by LaJohn and Eastside <laughs> oh <my> Boys. God. <laughs> I did not make that up. Man, you had oh me fooled man, 100, dude. I know, I know you were just plagiarizing <laughs> something, but I didn't know what. It was from the remake. I like that. From I like that a lot. I'll tell y'all a story. Man, you could have waited 10 years to tell me well, that. Well, I'll tell you that in a minute. Let me finish what I was going to say. We don't I'm usually have these conversations on air about like the vision and what we're trying to do. I truly believe, though, if we're going to make it in this in this space, because this is a very, very, very competitive space. Right. It's unlike mm-hmm. what I'm used to, where there's not that much money in the MMA gym business, but it's not. it wasn't competitive. Like, really? I was the only gym in my area. 
I'm completely flipped into the script and going into something that there is a lot of money in, but you've got to be the best to make any. Right. And I truly believe that if we're going to make it, we have all three, four got to double down. We got to start researching and studying and trying to be the best version of ourselves, best version of podcasters that we can possibly be. Learn your role, play your role, and become the best at it. Don't be happy with just coming in here and shooting it. Like, I think the days of coming in here and just recording an episode and being happy with whatever comes out, I think that's right. behind us. If we're going to do the things that we're setting out to do, the days of the early days when we used to come in the office and just have fun and drink a little bit, um, then we, I think those days are behind us. But yeah. I'll tell you all a funny story about not having bars. I was hanging out with my buddy Peanut Haynes. In the bar? Uh, no. In the I, car? Uh-uh. And uh, we're trying to have bars, Tyler. Man, I went over to his house, and it was a bunch. Of, it was some. It was thugged out in there. It was all white boys. It was a bunch of Simon City Royals, and it was thugged out in there. And they were all doing freestyles. They they had a little beat going on their little CD player well, in the snapping. corner. And ah, nah, okay. Um, they were okay. I, I don't remember. I mean, I was sixteen. They weren't seventeen. Good. They, they weren't. Good. They probably they weren't good. Let's call it what it is. Um, man. but they put me on a spot. They're like, hey, bro, hey, bro, uh. Spit a bar real quick. Spit a bar. And I was like, because oh, I was 16, I was like, bro, I can't spit no bars. They were like, go do it. Go on, do it. They were like, really put me on the spot for it. And I was like, bro. That's what you did? You dropped that like, same one off you no, just dropped? No, no. That was before that. I, I didn't <laughs> heard that one. That, <laughs> oh. that verse, because that was the remix. So okay, okay, up. okay. So that's not the Pastor Troy version. Um, But I was like, bro, I'm too white. I'm white down to my bones. I got white bones, bro. Like I'm, my blood is white. Like, like, I'm so white. Like oh y'all don't understand. I cannot spit bars. Like I may seem kind of. Anyway, uh, the they got really offended about that because I was it was like I was saying they weren't white because they were <laughs> rapping and I almost got jumped. I had to get out of there. I had to deal. Huh. I'd, I'd run back out of my Firebird. I was like, all right, guys, good. You know, they were all super offended and they had. I was outnumbered probably ten. There was probably ten or twelve of them, and I was by myself. I had my homeboy that was came with me, but they were all affiliated in the same gang. I was not. I was not a Simon City Royal, uh, and so uh, I knew Peanut wasn't gonna have my back. You could tell by the way he was acting. He was kind of like yon yon on this one, dog. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> and you know, because it was, it was up, like his though. big brothers and shit. It was like the people. It was like his uh, the people over him that were mad, and so there was nothing he could really do. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm out. And I dipped. I, I told him I was sorry. I was like, "Look, I wasn't trying to make no. I wasn't trying to offend nobody." I was like, "I can't rap, motherfucker. Can't rap. Get, let's get over like, it." I'm not trying to say y'all aren't white. <laughs> like, yeah, like, don't try to take offense to something that I wouldn't. I don't remember the dude's name. That's like saying, "Hey, man, uh, re recite some Shakespeare." Motherfucker, I don't know Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, let's just leave me alone. Right? They dude. wouldn't leave me alone. They just kept pressing me. It's like, come and on, I really man. got jumped. I got. I come real. I, I finessed so my way out of it. People are so stupid, man. Yeah, I finessed God, my way so out gone. of it. I was like, bro, I'm very sorry. I, like, I was very apologetic. I mean, a lot of people see me, like, in, in my head, I'm kind of like, man, if I was hard, I should have said, I should have, like, no. to try to fight. You're was, smart, though. Bro, there was, like, 15 of them. It was them. smart. It was they, smart. They, they, they were, oh, they you were, weren't trying to get jumped. That's Bro, dude. there was no way I was walking. I mean, I was in their house, too, and I know they were all strapped. Right. And yeah. I wasn't. And I'm just like, bro. Please believe, though, man. You just should have looked. Little dude, over because he ain't trying to rap. That's crazy. But I believe people. There's people out there who would do that stupid shit. Though. Appreciate it, Derek. Yeah. Y'all do you and stay real. Y'all good. Appreciate it. Hey man, we appreciate it. And this is Joe says I know Tyler can spit some bars. I think we already said that. <laughs> That's funny. Him. Hey, that I was, don't know about but that it. was my that was my that was my rap my battle rap story. And I never really could. You know, I hung out with a bunch of dudes that could, but I just couldn't. That battle rap shit just wasn't for me. Some people got it. Like I, I can't. I can't. I can come off the head with some stupid stuff. Yeah, 
like just in a conversation. I've been doing it like all my life though. I just I'm not a rapper. It's not something I've tried to work at. I'm never I think some people just are born with yeah. it. Yeah. And some uh, people aren't. Probably though, one of those things you were talking about earlier. It's something you have to work at. Like, like sport. That's everything. Yeah, yeah That's I mean, everything. you got to practice that. You got to practice and work on anything. I mean, you, like Lil Wayne reads the dictionary, right? Right. So does Eminem. Eminem, yeah, Eminem reads the dictionary. I mean, that way their vocabulary is so that's, large that's they can why, just throw shit out. That's why there. I think going into that's practice though. When I was talking about the podcast thing, podcasting, YouTube channel, whatever, like the level of success I'm trying to get to, like we can't get, we're not gonna get there on accident. I read the dictionary from now. I don't need you to read the dictionary. I need you. Now we need to look at like, okay, how do I become a better communicator? <laughs> how do I become a better? How do I become? Look at what I. You know what I do. I go look at other podcasts and I just look and see how they format it. I look at I look at good speakers. I go I'll go I will go and rewatch episodes or re I'll go watch Joe Rogan or people that are good at it. And just you watching our doing? episodes? Mm -hmm. What do we do good? So I used to not watch. I don't look. I haven't watched do them. good. I do it looking to see what we do wrong. Well, what's been working though? You don't look I at don't what's know been what's working. working. I, I, only way I can see what's working is by views and the the shorts are what's killing it on views. What shorts are killing it? Uh, this, it's not. I don't think that's necessarily. Well, the shorts are combined. It's not just it's here because it's a got, lot of different stuff on shorts. Yeah, like, you got something from the gym class, like, like that, right? So, like on TikTok this week or last week, I had two videos up in the millions. One was me explaining why Die Hard was a Christmas movie, and the other one was me talking about spit, sitting, stepping in nut at the gym. You know, like that was the two funny shit. Yeah, the, 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 well, the Die Hard Christmas movie was more like an analytical like. Like, look at okay. This is why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I watched and it. Andrews, to me, it was comedy. Like, your, the biggest one on YouTube was your paternity test story. The second biggest on YouTube is my opinion on Andrew Tate. Um, is he popular right now? Yeah. So that's why that one probably hit so. Well, hard. that's true. Anytime, anytime you, anytime you're talking about, you're on a podcast. You're talking about like, okay, what's popular? What's popping? What do what do people already care about? Because one thing you got to remember is you're coming up. People don't care about you. So, maybe. so you either need to make sure you're talking about something they care about or somebody that they're caring about. So and, and so for me, what scalable is, okay, I'm going to bring up people that are bigger names, you know, like Grant Cardone or Andrew Tate. Or, Does it have to do with the heading of what you label it to, like the title? Oh, for sure, especially so, so on you YouTube. Yeah, yeah, so if we just start yeah. name-dropping shit and talking about what they well, want, if you, want you us know, to talk about. Especially them. if they're hot right then, like Kanye, so Andrew Tate. We need to just like, check like, what the top ten most hottest things is in the world. Like about how I'm kind of is Brittany Griner a hot thing right now? Because I'm curious to see if she's gonna kneel or put her yeah. hand over her titty yeah, slash heart count. at uh, the next national anthem she plays. At. Yeah, she she needs to put her hand. I'm on her quite heart. sure yeah. she better. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know much don't, about that. I think they need will. to renege on that trade. Hey, bro, we're gonna have to get that uh that fellow back because we're gonna give you back her and we're just done with her. I don't have enough information because I know a lot of people were mad. We talked about this last week about there was a Marine that has been stuck over there for a long time that we won't trade for, but then we traded for her. Now well, I he don't say, have any value to the people allegedly. People, right, right. He, I mean, he was over there. I think he was over there in a private capacity, but he served our country. You know, but I'm just saying, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is such a household name to people who watch sports. Like it has oh, value that you bring she her is back. now, but she wasn't before. Yeah, I'd she was, dude. When she was at Baylor, man, everybody knew. But if you didn't Griner. live in the state of Texas or didn't watch WNBA, you didn't know who Bullshit. she was. Bullshit. People know. Oh, Griner. Bro, nobody knows any WNBA player. Man, Brittany Griner can dunk, dude. They knew who she was. I didn't know. Who she you was. watch sports, you knew who she was. I, I knew who she was that. just because I. I mean, I, I keep. All right. Well, I watch ball, sports, but. and y'all know that. So, the, uh, I knew who she was. I've been knowing who she was for ten years, probably. 
Yeah. I mean, a, a chick that big okay, that can so dunk, like, I mean, it don't mean shit to she you. She's just a wanna man to me. I agree. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't. I just don't. I don't care. I don't. She don't hold any value. I'm be real. Look, the only people in the NBA I know are the goats. I know Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Like I know those guys. Only motherfuckers with small legs. That's all he knows. All and the Tyler people Copeland, with skinny legs. He said he had a mean uh, jump shot. Mean jump in shot. the NBA though. WNBA. Uh, yeah, WNBA was, if you might make it in the WNBA. Probably, probably could. Not. Probably not. Oh, because I have people like that dude who just got back from our uh, Russia who blocked my shot. <laughs> Brittany Griner. Yeah, I don't know. Got me. Got me. I don't know much about I don't know much about her. <laughs> I don't know much about the WNBA. I'll tell y'all one thing I want to get y'all's opinion on. Pay scale in WNBA versus NBA. What's y'all's take on that? Okay with me. You think they make enough money? Yes. So let me let me give y'all. But let me give y'all the first argument. I'm going to give y'all the devil's advocate argument. And then I'm going to give y'all the actual factual argument, in my opinion. All right. So people in the WNBA do not make as much as the NBA, of course. No. They don't bring mm-hmm. as much money. However, the argument is they don't make as much money per scale. If you were to scale down the NBA on a percentage basis, they don't hit the same percentages that the NBA players do. Not only do they not make as much money, they don't make as high of a percentage as the NBA. Oh, but can I step in? They don't play as many games. They don't sell as much merch, right? Right, but they don't get they don't get as high of a percentage of that merch. So it's not about as much merch. I don't they, really care. Like I mean, if you look di- at if you look at gross revenue from the team, you have a, a they deal. get a lower percentage of that gross revenue. The, the 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 CBA deal or whatever you want to call it, the the deals that the that the leaders of the WNBA make when they cut their deals every year or every however many years, they make that deal. So if they make if they settle on three percent and the NBA's like, oh, we're at twelve percent, it's the WNBA representatives' fault that they're not making as much money as the people in the NBA, percentage wise. You you make your deal. I mean, but it's not like they have somewhere else they can go. So if they were they, like, I don't clearly like that they deal. do because uh, Brittany Griner was in Russia playing ball whenever she got in trouble. Yeah, because she had to. Okay. To make ends meet or to make extra money. But still, I mean, you could go there full time. You could, but you ain't going to make as much money over there as you do in the WNBA. I, I'm sure there's like Croatia and Czechoslovakia and all money, that. Though. No, money there's here. not. The money, money is for, here. Money for them w, for, for basketball players is here. But the fact that the money is, is so much higher here than anywhere else, it's kind of like a union, right? So it's just don't bitch about it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the, what I think the real reason why is. Yeah. Because the girls? No. Nobody cares? I actually don't think that. It is because nobody cares. Yes, they make a lower percentage, but they're not profitable. And they're not as good? Right. doesn't matter if they're good or good or not. Money is the only thing that matters. Nothing else matters. Money matters. Okay. The WNBA is subsidized by the NBA. Yes. The WNBA, the WNBA does not exist without the NBA. Correct. Because they have to subsidize it. That's why you can't get the same percentages. Okay. So, if I'm running a gym here, right, mm-hmm. okay, and it costs me $25,000 a month to keep this gym running with my coaches and everything, okay? And this gym makes $23,000 a month. So I have to – somebody has to give me $2,000 a month to keep the lights on. When someone – when a coach comes to me and they're like, hey, I need to make more money, I can't do it because I'm already borrowing money to keep the lights on. Right. Whereas if my gym's making $50,000 a month and it keeps costs me $30,000 to keep the lights on, then when somebody comes up to me, they're like, hey, I want to negotiate for more money. If they're worth it, I can give them more money. Right. Because I'm profitable. Mm-hmm. Profitability makes a bigger impact on paychecks than gross revenue does. 
Gross revenue is just how much we're bringing in. But if I'm spending more than that, I can't pay you anymore. I'm already spending more than we're bringing in. Okay, so that's the real argument. That's what people don't understand. So at first you're like, okay, well, women shouldn't make as much money as men because not as many people watching it. They don't bring as much value, which is the masculine versus feminine mindset of the world. That's the whole thing because everybody's like, women should make the same amount of money as men. I agree with that as long as they're worth the same amount of money as men. Mm -hmm. But if you're not bringing in the same amount of money, you can't say you're worth the same amount of money. I don't care if you can dunk. I don't care how many points per game you have. The point of the fact is, and this is something you learn as a fighter, Okay, as a fighter, it is not about how good you are. Nobody gives a shit how good you are. How many butts do you put in the seat? The only people who don't have to worry about that are the goats. Yeah. Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre, people like that. People that are going to put butts in the seats no matter what. But if you are a WNBA, a WNBA player and you're unhappy with the amount of money you're getting, then we need to learn, okay, how can we get people to watch the WNBA? Bites. Play Bites. Na- play naked. Bites. Uh, well, they're trying that with the lingerie football league. I don't think that's working. <laughs> I don't think that's working. I said like hockey. Naked. Let them, like, if you, you know, like, if you foul me up, you know, I'm in the paint. Let's box down for that's a second. honestly not a terrible idea. I think a big fight breaking out. In a Let them go fight. for, like, what, five seconds, six seconds, get their anger out, and then say, hey, break it up. Yeah. I would. I might start watching the WNBA. Technical they foul. Yeah. They did, like, hockey. We're, like, let the fight end yeah. before we break it up. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% with that. Put a penalty box yeah. in the WNBA and you're good. Let them fight. It's a really good two, idea. Two actually. minutes in the I penalty box. We need box. to get hired by the cool. WNBA because, honestly, I'm going to be real. So, I want to uh, – what's some opinions? I know we got a few people watching right now. Opinions on how we could save the WNBA. Because I want to. I want to save the WNBA. I'm not trying to shit on them. I want to save them. How do we say? Right. How does the WNBA get more viewers? We've, we've talked about I mean, you got to put it on more channels, which probably costs money. So. Right, but, but putting it on more channels, the only way you're going to get on more channels is more people watching. Yeah, but you got to get you got to get. I think watched. more people are going to be watching now that this is happening, but, sole, but solely just to see. What if the whole thing was a setup? It could have been. And I don't think they're going to watch for the NBA. They're going to watch Brittany Griner. What if gonna, the, right. What if the and they're going to only thing, watch the first five minutes of the game to what see if, what, what she if does. What if the whole thing was just uh, a scam? Between, like, we were working, like, the WNBA and Russia were working together. That's what I, that thing I was reading to you, that conspiracy on that, to get that guy back. that They paid her. To, well, I, I heard, go ahead, what was the conspiracy? What was that? That they paid her, they paid her a certain amount of money to bring that vape pen in and play it off like they cut, like they, you know, so they could ultimately make a deal to get their, their guy back. So that would mean but she's what if like was, a traitor anyways, right? What if it was yeah, a, but that's just a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, if that was true, I'd say. That'd be wild. Shoot her in the forehead. Yeah. Um, Wet what t-shirt if, contest at halftime. I like this. That's thinking. That's watch good. every one that's of them. thinking with your noggin, though. Uh, your I'll be little wearing, noggin. Derek, <laughs> be sporting Derek, a jersey. With your noggin. That's, I mean, that's what sells. Yeah. That's what sells, you know? And I know we don't, we don't like to – Here's the thing, and this is the reason why women's sports struggle to compete with men's sports so much, is because it just it feels like we're watching high school basketball at that yeah. point. We're watching yeah. athletes that aren't as good. You're watching girls that kind of look like dudes, but they don't quite have the athleticism of dudes. Very few of them can dunk. <laughs> you know, like it's like the the it's not as entertaining to watch. I don't watch the NBA either. So let me just mm-hmm. go ahead and say, I've never watched the NBA game in my entire life. What? I've never seen a game. Never seen hey. an NBA game. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about these dudes, bro. Like, I don't. There's a bunch of dudes I've never met playing a sport that I don't play or like. I don't watch the NFL either, and I play football. I just don't. I don't care. I watch a little bit of college football, maybe once a year, and that's it. That's my whole. That is my whole. But 
instead of complaining and whining about why oh well, women are just nobody wants to watch women's sports, there's not as much money in it. Well, how can you get some money in it? Wet t-shirt contest at halftime. Is it sexist? Yes, sir. Maybe. Maybe. Is it though? What is why do we have to uh, why do we have to label everything as sexist and misogynist or not misogynist? Why can't bro, sometimes shit just sails. You just totally fucked it up for me. I thought you were gonna say, is it sexist? Yes, sir. Do I care? Maybe. No, sir. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't know what I was going <laughs> to say. Do I care? No, sir. No, it's like you say. I'm so willing to watch it. T-shirt contest at halftime is a legitimate. I would literally watch it. That I is would a legitimate. Too. I'd be sporting team gear next week. That is a legitimate. I wouldn't. I'd I would because I want my wife to catch me. I'd be having team wood by next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's know? get this. Let's get this WNBA wet T-shirt contest going. I mean. The bad thing about it is none of the women care because most of them are. Right. Gay. Well, you get to get the get the cheerleaders true. to do the, the wet t-shirt contest. Okay, I'm on. good with that. Yeah, uh, get some t-shirts. Get some cheerleaders to do the wet t-shirt contest. Does the WNBA have cheerleaders? Yeah, they're men though. I don't want to do that. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, you oh. throwed me off of that. I was like, <laughs> what? you could have convinced me, dude. You could have convinced me right now on a live podcast that the WNBA had <laughs> did, male cheerleaders. I swear, I thought I it was. I kind of did because both of y'all were like, um, you did. You did convince me. I was you like, had oh, me convinced. I was like, what? I'm sorry, buddy. That was good, though. Uh, Which I want to wrap up with today. We're going to do one more topic. Which I want to wrap up with. I don't really have any great topics other than Mm. the topic that I just brought up. Only thing I will say is the WNBA argument to me is the personification of everything that's wrong with America in 2022. That's why people aren't making enough money. We, you have to, if you're going to be a man in this generation or any generation, because it was always inherently known. This was always known. If you want to know why your grandfather, your great-grandfather, why the people in your family always work so hard and you don't, is because they were raised with the knowledge that they will only ever be as valuable as their contribution to society. To society. Their value to society. I'm not saying you don't have an intrinsic value as a man, but to society, you do not. Women fought really, really hard to be put in the same position men were in. And now that they're there, they don't like it because they're Mm -hmm. here and they're not making the money they thought they were going to make. They're not doing the things they thought they were going to do. Because they thought that they were just going to get what the NBA got, get what the men got, without putting having the same value, without the same attention. Even if you're putting the same amount of work in, you're not paid for your work necessarily. You're paid for your value. Right. Here's the thing. I've probably worked as hard as some of the dudes in the UFC have. I've probably worked as hard as oh, easily. some of the people, some CEOs have. I've probably put mm-hmm. in the same work. The difference was... I didn't have the talent. I didn't have the whatever, the X factor to get me to that level. Maybe I wasn't putting my effort in the right area, which was probably the case. So you didn't do the 10 times thing. I didn't outwork everybody by 10, no. No. Um, That'll happen, man. It does happen, yeah. I got something, man. What about old Mike Leach, man? Poor old Mike Leach. Poor old Mike. He's dead. He's dead. MSU football coach. He is dead. I don't have anything to say about it, but he's dead. It's sad, huh? It is sad. I don't know what happened. I've never seen a... I think so, but he went brain dead because he was down so yeah, long. Yeah, it was a hard. I think it was a hard time, major hard time. Wow, that is suck. That does suck. It's hard to come. It's hard. Like I don't know what the what the what the school is going to do after that, man. As far as I don't know. yeah, because he he was turned out to be a decent coach. Yeah, and with all the well, I, I like. I think I, that's just God I, saying y'all don't get a winning season. Nah, I think it's God saying Mississippi State, you were born to be at the bottom. Yeah, because that's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like with the transfer portals and all that stuff, it's like free agency again for college and people can leave and I think that's great but I really thought what I really thought was funny anyways about Mike Leach was there was a, a running back who was leaving he was leaving he shit on Mike Leach and then he entered the transfer portal you know what I'm talking about 
Dylan Johnson. So the guy dies, right? He's like, man, you know, we was always tight and it wasn't nothing but love and love. It's like, bro, you Shut just up. shit on my guy mm-hmm. like two days Shut ago. Up. Why are you sad shit. that he's dead, though? You know what I mean? So like, I hate this get out of so here. There's nothing mm-hmm. I hate worse than somebody that's a piece of shit to you or and like somebody that just tries to make other people's <laughs> death about them in general. Yeah. Like somebody you didn't like died. And then you want to act like y'all best friends. Or somebody that you went to school with killed themselves. And you didn't ever talk to that kid. You didn't ever like that kid. You made fun of that kid. And now all of a sudden you want to wear the t-shirt. Shut your ass up and sit down. Isn't that crazy? Sit down, bro. I can't say. I had so many kids I went to high school with. That and I went to a small high school, but I had a kid like I've had kids like they kill themselves or kids that were like around the same age as me. Some kid had killed themselves or they would be in a car accident. Nobody messed with that kid. Nobody fucked with that kid. Nobody cared about that kid. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden he dies. He was everybody was his best friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. Shut up and let that family mourn. Isn't that Shut weird? Shut up and let that family mourn, bro. Super it weird. A lot it's though, dude. So weird. That's wild. It's so weird. I don't do that. No, oh, hell no. There's people that are dead right now that. Either I, didn't like either I didn't like them. It's like, yeah, they was a bitch. I just don't say anything. If I didn't oh, like I say them, stuff. Die. I probably shouldn't, but it was like, yeah. I, I just like try, I try to keep my mouth shut. You ever, say, I you ever had a motherfucker die and you'd be like, yeah, I didn't like him anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Like, it's like, but at least <laughs> yeah. you're honest about Several it. Several times. Instead of going on Twitter and be like, you know, Look, I'm gonna tell we heard our differences. I'm going to tell y'all a story about a dude that was dead. Should I do this? Did he die hanging himself with a belt in the closet? No, 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 no. Okay. He died in a car accident. Yeah, go for it. Just don't throw his name on 12? I mean, on 45? I don't know. Anyway, just run it. I don't know. We, I'm being we, a dick. One, one day he was in a, he was in a store and we ran into him. And you know how I got into MMA was I ran this like little fight backyard underground fight club thing. And so this was a long time ago, back before I got into MMA. So it blew up so big in the local area that everybody was claiming to be part of it. Everybody was claiming they did. They oh, they came they out to piece that pie. fight night. Yeah, I had I had a ton of people lying saying they fought me and lost. I had like 20 people claim that they lost to me in a fight. <laughs> I only fought 10, 12 people back up, the man. whole time. Back up, bro. You oh, hiding the merchandise, son. So, man, man, my bad, my bad. You know, we, I work here too, bro. And I'm, I'm going to wrap up on the story. <laughs> but we were we were in Books a Million, and Kanye ran into him. And he was like, what's up, dog? What you been up to? And this dude who's dead was like, bro, I've been going out to that fight club on Tabernacle Road, which was our fight club. Yeah. And, yes, we use the name fight club just like the movie. That's lame, I know, but that's what we did. So he was like, I've been going out to fight. Everybody called it fight night. I've been going out to fight night on the Tabernacle Road. He's like, yeah, I've been out there killing it out there with Joe Savage and them. Canyon was there with Joe. Joe was with us. Of course he was. And Canyon looks at him. He goes, that Joe Savage? The one behind me? And he looked at Canyon. He looked at Joe. And he was like, uh, yeah. Uh, well, what I meant to say was, I've been meaning to go out there. <laughs> and it was like, bro, we do it every Saturday night at 7. I hope to see you out there soon. Because like, Kanye was one of the founders. Like, he he like, didn't know Joe Savage? Who? The guy? No. He never met Joe. That's and such Joe, a random he person. He, had, he, he was out there with Joe Savage and, the, and me, and we're standing right there. He didn't even recognize us by seeing us. That is I'd so never met weird. this dude before in my life. Anyway, he wrecks a few years later. And, you know, him and Kanye were still cool. And, and, you know, I don't got nothing against the dude. He's just a little bullshitter. You know, that's okay. Still got to be a bullshitter. But um, I guess. It's really not. But 
Sometimes when you do it, you get dead. That's yeah. all. That's the moral of the story. Moral of the story is you may end up dead. <laughs> you bullshit, that, dude. You get I appreciate dead. everybody watching this episode of the Man Up Podcast. We got to wrap it up because we got to record Wednesday's episode. Uh, psych, just kidding. Got them. What we do. We're doing uh, that live, baby. I want to appreciate you guys. Thank you, Derek and uh, Innocent Joe 420. Thank you, all you guys that, that left comments and, and kept this ro show rolling. You guys are the real MVP. I appreciate y'all staying tuned. Make sure to go follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, on YouTube as the Mississippi Superman Show and on TikTok. So go check us out. We'll see y'all on the next can episode. Can we change that to the Mississippi Superman, the Armadillo Peace. Wrangler, and the Possum? <laughs> <laughs>